Hello and welcome to the Decibel podcast. I'm Phil Hazelhurst. I'm joined today by Jack Maiden. Hello. Hi, Jack. Hi, Phil. Jack's new to the team. Why don't you introduce yourself? Okay. Yeah, I've been with Decibel for a couple of weeks. Three weeks. It's my third week. Yeah, already been to measure camp. So, you know, thrown in at the deep end. But, Me- um, measure camp. Yeah. The snake pit. <laughs> <laughs> um and in fact, we're here today to talk about Measure Camp at this, uh, on this podcast. So um, why don't we jump straight into it, Jack? Measure Camp, last weekend. Yeah, huge day. Um, Saturday, bright and early. Um, lots of coffee necessary on the way in. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, no, it was good. Um, for people who haven't um, necessarily heard of Measure Camp or been to it, um, Measure Camp is um, an unconference. Um, so an unconference is a kind of conference with a very significant twist i guess in that there isn't actually an agenda or um a set of speakers um or a topic beyond the fact that everyone there wants to talk about web analytics in some way unstructured free-flowing very much unstructured yeah Yeah. Um, but out of the chaos emerges um something quite effective i think yeah something occasionally quite beautiful something beautiful (laughs) in fact yeah let's let's say it so, um, Jack, it was your first time at Measure Camp and at an unconference. It was. Yep. So, w- what were you expecting on Saturday morning as you emerged from Pimlico Station? I, I wasn't sure what to expect, um, but what I got was, uh, as we said, a very spontaneous, creative, free-flowing event where um, everyone was very open and receptive and communicative as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Uh, a lot of people there willing to share their ideas and and um and encouraging others to host sessions and yeah talk and stuff like so that. the way that an unconference works is that everyone turns up and there's no agenda for the day there's just a big grid like a timetable on the on the wall with a bunch of slots for sessions and so there's kind of 10 rooms or something and basically at a certain point um there's a free-for-all yeah so and the rooms vary in size so you can some are suitable for presentations other for discussions others for um i don't know what the middle debate one <laughs> <laughs> a hybrid of the two <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> um and so what was the what was it like kind of how was the, what was the take-up like when the board was open yeah i mean there was a lot of urgency as we walked from, well, ran in some cases from yeah. the, the, the welcome talk for Peter O'Neill, the, uh, the founder and organiser of the event. He um, props, announced... Props well, to you, Pete. Declared Great that event. The, uh, the board was open and all yeah. people scurried. My, my memory of the day, one of my biggest memories of the day was standing opposite the doors um, from the opening talk and seeing people kind of lined up like sprinters yeah waiting for the board to be declared open and they literally ran to the board (laughs) um but kind of uh kind of with a sheepish smile on their faces to say i'm i'm doing this but only i'm i'm kind of joking i'm not taking it that seriously but they were taking it seriously. Oh, they were taking it very seriously yeah yeah everyone wants to get that prime slot in in their perfect room and yeah i think they're potentially conspiracy Oh. that needs unearthing here as well because okay, do it tell. did seem that the bigger speakers um, did seem to get the prime slots so I don't know if they kind of so do you think cozying do you think, up to people do you think they're being favoured by the organisers wow I don't know 
Goodness me. I don't know. I mean, an unconference is meant to be a democratic exercise. Yeah, so. I, I I would have liked to have signed up to the AT room, which had 120 people, but <laughs> yeah, I just you, didn't you get this, a look in. Had so. your slides lined yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare. Um, I think this would send shockwaves through the industry <laughs> yeah. if, it, if it was true. Maybe we should investigate. And maybe maybe what you noticed, actually, is that the the... The people who are bravest are the people who are naturally the best speakers. Yeah, and so true. they're the people that sign up for the big room because they know they, we can, I can handle this. Yeah, I got I got some slides. <laughs> I know how to command a, the attention of 120 people. Yeah, and they did a very good job. Sterling job. So, in terms of um, the sessions, what kind of stuff was being talked about? So there was a lot of kind of Google Analytics experts there it seems there mm. there were quite a few speakers on how to get the most out of google analytics like for example the first one i went to in the day was all about uh ga measurement protocol um which was a bit over my head to be honest because i'm not really an expert in google analytics no no explain um, don't be humble jack explain oh well okay <laughs> so it's basically uh guy grant kemp um he was running a session on how to use any kind of um data set or event tracking in measurement protocol and you could get some quite cool predictions and trends and stuff out of it so he used the x factor as an example and um topical yeah it was topical and engaging yeah uh, very popular yeah. what is this x factor all the kids are talking about i know it. i know some new trend i don't know what it is but grant <laughs> had it <I> guess. <laughs> grant you got it you're through to the next round <laughs> yeah that's a good idea, a kind of analytics X factor. Yeah, possibly. Maybe we should look into this. Anyway, so Grant, Grant ran that session talking about X factor and how you can predict the result of X factor? Or I mean, yeah, well, you can identify quirks in the data to help you maybe establish some trends. Interesting. That, that, sounds, yeah. that sounds quite cool. It, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't really understand it but <laughs> clinging on for dear life yeah. to um, what was actually being spoken yeah, about it, it sounded very intelligent and <laughs> that's the main thing and useful if it sounds but, intelligent yeah i'm sold yeah um what else did you see um so actually i you know one because i was sat next to you in it ah, um that yes. was all about link building and it was a more of a discussion with uh, nick garner who was very informative on it and it actually opened my eyes because obviously i'm relatively new mm. to the industry about there being a clean way to build links which right. i i thought was the only way because you know we're a great organization <laughs> here at we, do, we do it clean but then there's a dirty way as well which yeah. um yeah involves i don't know russian, russian hackers russian hackers yeah kind of, scattering and peppering vulnerable sites with links i loved this session it yeah. was um I mean, first of all, Nick was a great kind of authority. He had lots of interesting stuff to say, mm. and you felt like he really knew what he was talking yeah. about. So that was that. That was a great, a great bonus. But also, like you, it was a bit of an eye opener for me to hear somebody, or in fact, a group of people talking quite openly about yeah. practices that are regarded as quite black hat. Should caveat this by saying that nobody in the room actually <laughs> does any of that no, stuff. No, no, they just knew people. But who they did. just knew people yeah. who did it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is it is interesting um, what was being discussed. This idea that um, you can you can get away with doing some fairly kind of I guess questionable practice. Yeah, and the fact that it's still so effective because you hear all this kind of. 
PR, what I now know is fluff from Google saying they've worked on their algorithm and now the only kind of clean link building is effective in terms of SEO and stuff mm. like that. Well, not really. No, I suppose yeah. the challenge and what was being discussed in that session was clean link building is really just a link from a site that Google hasn't blacklisted. Exactly, yet. yeah. And so it's very difficult for them to know if a link has been planted algorithmically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a really interesting session. Yeah, and definitely, definitely an eye opener. Yeah. Um, and then you also had your first ever experience of uh, Mr. Craig Sullivan. I did, yeah. Long, long time friend of Decibel Insight. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Maybe. Craig. Hi, Craig, if you're listening. Great, uh, great, great to see you on the weekend. I hope we're as engaging as you were up on that stage, Craig. Cause... <laughs> Craig, Craig is a veteran of Measure Camp, and um, if if you don't follow him on Twitter, um, listeners, he is at Optimize or Die. Yeah, tells you a little bit about his ethos, really. <laughs> yeah, his Twitter very straight talking, very straight talking guy. Yeah. Something of a celebrity in the um, analytics yeah, world. Yeah, he is, and for good reason. He was up on that stage three times in the day. Yeah. Three well, presentations. Apparently the limit was two, so this adds to the conspiracy that I was talking about Craig earlier. gets to just have his own mm, set of rules. And he, he was up on that main stage twice as well. That's how Craig rolls it. He doesn't care. No, he doesn't, he doesn't. I mean, I didn't carry. I saw him both times up on that main stage, so, you know, yeah. it was a win for me. Craig's just um, sticking it to the man. <laughs> two sessions. I'll do three, whatever. So, yeah, his first one was... Um, regarding a b testing so stupid versus useful a b test his his favorite topic yeah he thinks some people get overexcited by investing in a tool and they just start using it on absolutely anything when they have no real reason to yeah i've been there myself yeah um so yeah he his advice is basically stop doing that <laughs> and just stop <laughs> just just stop and it. set out a real coherent solid plan of why you're running the test how you're going to measure it um, what effect it will have and stuff like that. This is something that we talk about quite a lot on our blog um, about having a good rational kind of scientific hypothesis for your tests um, and it's something Craig's always driving at. Yeah. When you get an A-B testing tool it's great fun to go around changing the colours of all the buttons on your website. Yeah. Oh, does red beat blue? Yeah. It's actually not... It's not grounded in any user insight or, no. or hypothesis. That Although we, we were informed throughout the day, actually, that apparently blue um, makes your website appear to load faster. Or yeah. Users just think it loads faster if it's blue. Yeah, blue reason. is one of these trick colors that makes mm. people think that the site loads quickly, even if it but doesn't. I, I'm not sure of the science behind that. Well, apparently orange is a fairly decent call to action is color it? as well. Yeah, because... Mm. It, it it's um attention grabbing okay but the the, the point the point um that craig frequently makes is is that changing the colors is all well and good and maybe quite fun but actually your users may be encountering much bigger problems on your website yeah. that you should be addressing first and very importantly with a b tests as well is to make sure your data collection is actually functioning correctly because if it's not then a b testing is just pointless because your data is wrong so right. you need to set up your analytics correctly and he craig was saying that in the last 300 kind of websites he's looked at i think he said 95 percent of the analytics was incorrectly set up so 
what kind of account. did he give any examples of incorrect setup that you can remember so i think tag management was all right. over the place so not having your tags deployed properly no. um, not having events configured yeah it's just all sorts basically lots of little things yeah he just said it added up to you know, it, to form the base he, layer he, of what he called a bullshit flow chart ooh. so basically um, craig was swearing he was <laughs> i'm shocked and, a, and appalled yeah yeah so the bullshit flow chart uh, yeah, so it start the base layer is data collection. Um, so if your analytics is incorrectly set up, then you're basically collecting bullshit and bullshit flows upwards. So bullshit data collection leads to bullshit metrics, leads to bullshit reports, which leads to bullshit, well, a bullshit dashboard on which you're basing bullshit decisions. So, right. Yeah. So Craig's words. Oh yeah, um, sorry. Big quotation marks. <laughs> so the yeah, the principle being that if if you've not configured your analytics correctly, then it actually has a major ripple effect on everything else that you're going to do. Yeah, in yeah. the business, there's no point investing in an analytics program if it's not set up correctly. Seems sensible advice to me. Yeah. So that's um that's Craig, um, and in fact. The other session we wanted to talk about briefly was um, another Craig session um, that I saw um, where Craig was talking about um, UX testing um, and analytics. So what was he saying there? Well, it was, oh, <laughs> yeah. take, you've taken yeah, the role of the interviewer, I like yeah. it. Very good, good initiative. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it was more of a focus group. Craig wasn't representing. He was kind of crowdsourcing ideas for his next presentation. Oh, I think. really? Yeah, yeah, Craig, I'm, I'm on to you. Basically, so three sessions, he gets an extra session. Yeah, three It's not session. even a proper session. This is what I'm talking it's about. Just... It's just Craig just spitballing with the guys. Yeah. So he, Craig was asking people in the, in the session um, what tools they use or would recommend to use if um, a, a new UX um, designer had started in their business. Um, what reports would they show them from Google Analytics? Um, that would be useful and pretty early on in that session it became obvious that actually people thought that Google Analytics wasn't really the starting point for UX testing oh. which I think is is probably fair um, it's kind of a point that we, we we're always making that um, analytics tools are great at giving you metrics but they don't necessarily show you behaviors no so then we started talking about um, behavioral tools like Decibel Insight <laughs> other tools are available <laughs> Um, and also about stuff like um, guerrilla testing. Craig's a big advocate of kind of going out into the real world and showing people your websites, um, and seeing what they think, doing um, surveys, uh, that kind of thing. So, yeah, it was an interesting session. A lot of people um, threw around some good ideas. So I, I, I found that really constructive, too. So, yeah, good. it was it was good. How did you find it? How was your how was your measure camp experience overall? overwhelmingly positive oh wow say. yeah if i had two words um wow <laughs> if you want some more words then high praise indeed yeah huge praise there um no it was a great mix of experts and obviously because it was on a saturday everyone wanted to be there so yeah. i felt some of the sessions uh when you walked in and it was like a smaller discussion group it reminiscent of a uni seminar but people actually kind of spoke and, right. and contributed which was refreshing because i kind of at first, when I went into that kind of environment, just lulled into student mode of, oh my God, this is awkward, I'm not going to say anything. Just sit there and listen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but then yeah. people actually spoke and asked you questions, so it was, 
it was nice it was refreshing i noticed there was more energy in the room in the morning than in the afternoon generally yeah felt like in the afternoon definitely post lunch slightly less discussion great lunch by the way yeah very well catered event extremely well catered yeah lovely Um, lunch what was your favorite bit of lunch um Probably talking to my Despo Insight team members. I don't know, catching up on the day. I meant, <laughs> I, I meant food-wise, but sure, that was great as well. Um, and um, you also got a free T-shirt, which is always a, oh, yeah. always a bonus. Big uh, pyjama top, that now. Um, <laughs> they'll be upset if you say that. You're wearing yours right now. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. So, all in all, very positive. Enjoyed it. We'll be back next time. Yeah, March, I think. Yeah. uh, Decibel Insight, among other companies, um, sponsor the event. So we're very proud to be associated with it and to help make it happen. Yeah. So, yeah, big thanks to the organizers and um, thanks for listening. If you've got any opinions about the show, um, if you went along. I thought you meant our show. Not you. I thought you meant our show here. Oh, no, this show. (laughs) I'd rather not hear your opinions on this show. Please don't share them. But any opinions on Measure Camp um, about the sessions you saw, what you learned, what you enjoyed, um, then let us know. Um, tweet us at Dustbelt Insight yep. or leave a comment. Um, and yeah, we'd love to hear from you. So I think that's it. Yep. Thanks very much. Thanks, Jack. Cheers, Phil. Good to have you. Yeah, thanks. And um, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.